All right, everybody, here is a Hot Topic course for Mile2U on alcohol. And uh, perhaps if you're going through a difficult time, the two courses that caught your eye were depression and alcohol. I would recommend if you haven't watched the depression course yet, that's the one that you should go to first. Uh, But this is going to be a fascinating course, and I'm very excited to do this for a few different reasons. And so um, here's what I want to do. I'm going to give a little introduction here. Talk about the why behind this course. It might be different than some of you think and uh, let you know what you can expect. And then we will get into the specific sessions and the content. Okay. So uh, the first question that I want to address is why this course? Why uh, did we choose to do this one at this point? Um, couple of reasons. Number one, the topic of alcohol, it is a hot topic. It is a big conversation. Uh, For some of you, you might not think, oh, it's not that big of a deal, or you think that it is a big of a deal, but we shouldn't bring a lot of attention to it. And I get all of that. But the thing is, as a pastor, I do get lots of questions about alcohol, have gotten lots of questions about alcohol from day one. Uh, And uh, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to learn about within this. Um, Specifically within the church, the subject of alcohol has been a source of division, all right? There's been conflicts. In fact, we have had people, I've had people leave my church uh, over this topic of alcohol because maybe I didn't say what they wanted to hear or uh, didn't take a position that people wanted me to take, uh, you know, or condone certain things. And so I get it. It's, it. it's a source of division. It's a source of debate. There's a lot of uh, arguments that take place because of this. Uh, it's okay, actually, in my opinion, to debate and to argue and to do that, we shouldn't let it drift into uh, being quarrelsome, you know, to use that word. In other words, we shouldn't let it divide us. Debate is good. In fact, I think we need to get better at debate and be able to share our ideas and wrestle with things and experience conflict on that, but we shouldn't let that divide us. But alcohol, it creates that, and I fully understand that. Uh, And then there's differences. There's differences in lifestyle choices and how we choose to live this out and differences actually even in how people see it. Some people take it to extremes and, and just, you know, try to outlaw it for everybody and say no and, uh, you know, prioritize certain scriptures over others and, you know, all of that type of stuff. And so in recent times, and again, we're going to have a whole section on this of looking at the subject of alcohol within, you know, a brief scope of church history, especially in recent times within North America, because of a few different factors, which I will talk about later on, it's a hot topic. It's a big issue. And uh, we want to talk about the questions that people are asking. And we don't want to shy away from the big topics. We don't want to shy away from the big issues. And so uh, one of the reasons why I want to talk about this is because it's on a lot of people's minds. People are looking uh, for uh, good, reliable Christian content uh, on this topic. And so hopefully, hopefully this can be a helpful resource in that journey of discovering and transformation and life change. All right. Uh, Number two, And this is actually probably even one of the bigger reasons. So aside from it being a hot topic, and I really hope that my heart in this is conveyed through the camera, through the screen. Uh, I'm not bringing up this topic to try to be controversial. I'm not bringing up this topic to try to make waves or to push back. And some of you, you might know my history, uh, you know, and specifically around this topic, how it... um, how I have engaged with this topic and the different ways I've engaged with this topic. I'm not going to get into a lot of specifics around that, but some of you know what I'm talking about. I'm not doing this to pick a fight with anybody, and I'm not doing this to be controversial. Uh, Hear my heartbeat behind this. I believe with all of my heart how Christians engage with the topic of alcohol is bigger than the topic of alcohol. Let me explain what I mean. Um, 
This doesn't just apply to alcohol. And so this is why I think it's bigger than that. Um, The issue of alcohol brings up other issues that are often the true issues behind the issue. So in other words, people have propped up alcohol as um, kind of being the front man for other issues that are taking place. So I recognize this. When we talk about alcohol, uh, it's not neutral. It's emotional. For some people, you have history around this. Maybe you had a drunken parents and there was a lot of abuse around that. Maybe you struggled with alcohol abuse and it tanked your life. Uh, definitely. I have, I've heard stories of family members, uh, you know, who before they met Jesus, they were alcoholics or they suffered with alcohol addiction and it wasn't good. And it was destroying their marriages, which alcohol does. And we have a whole session on talking about that kind of stuff, uh, in doing this. And so as a result, um, it's not neutral, it's emotional. And so because you have negative experiences with it, bad experiences with it, um, you see the consequences of people abusing it, or you see the consequences of it taking place. And so in an attempt, a good, whole, uh, wholesome attempt to try to prevent uh, drunkenness or try to prevent wrecked marriages or destroyed relationships, um, you've taken a really uh, hard, stringent stance, and you think other people would be better in taking that stance there's issues behind the issue. And see, we don't just do this with alcohol. We do this with other lifestyle choices like entertainment and, uh, you know, uh, ways we engage with culture and society and all kinds of stuff. Many of the times when we take the stances we take, there's issues behind the issue. All right. And I get that. And I understand that. But what that does is it makes it complicated when we're just discussing the issue of alcohol. And in Christianity specifically, because that's my realm, that's my sphere, um, we sometimes bring other issues into the issue that we're talking about. And as a result, we're not able to talk about the issue well. We're not able to process the issue with honesty and able to process it well. And so that's why I think uh, if we can, if we can grow, if we can mature, if we can unlearn some things, I've had to unlearn some things about this and relearn some things and try to approach this topic with fresh eyes and new eyes. When we're willing to do that, it just puts us, I believe, in a better position uh, of honesty about the issue. And then it also puts us in a better position to deal with the issues behind the issue, but treat them as such so that we don't convolute what we're bringing into the conversation and we don't distort the actual conversation that's taking place within society and within church culture as a whole. I hope that makes sense. So you got to recognize when we're talking about alcohol, we're often talking about the issue behind the issue because of how it emotionally touches each and every one of us. The second thing, the second thing is um, the subject of alcohol is bigger than the subject of alcohol because if you're a Christian and you're approaching scripture, I believe that scripture helps inform us of the ways of God. I believe scripture helps us to understand, um, you know, in in certain areas, in certain ways, how we should live, how we should conduct our lives. Um, The issue of alcohol actually speaks directly to how well we are willing to receive the full counsel of scripture, how willing we are to receive all of it versus what we want to hear or what we would like it to say or what we wish it said, okay? Oftentimes when people quote scripture, 
about alcohol, they represent a view, they represent a side, or they just reduce it to a simple black and white question of, does the Bible say it's okay to drink alcohol or is drinking alcohol a sin? Or, you know, those questions aren't coming to me near as much as they used to at one point, but people often look for bottom line things. And here's what you need to know around the topic of alcohol. Alcohol, alcohol, the subject of alcohol is not a black and white issue, it's gray. And so there's some grayness in there. And within the grayness, it's messy, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And scriptures, when it comes to alcohol, uh, it brings wisdom, it brings insight, which we're going to look at, you know, in the notes, if you download the notes, we almost reference almost every passage uh, that alcohol is referred to within scripture. So we're going to do a, a, a hopefully a thorough study of it. Um, but really, when you read what scripture says, it's not conclusive about the decision, should you drink or shouldn't you drink? Uh, it gives you wisdom. It gives you guides and those types of things. And so that's gray. And where things are gray, there's the need for wisdom. There's the need for insight. There's the potential for division because people can make different choices based on those conclusions. And so how Christians engage with the topic of alcohol really speaks to, in some degrees, how we're willing to receive the scriptures for what it says versus what we wish it would say, or maybe what we were told it said, and we hold a line. Here's been my commitment to Mile 2 Church. This is my commitment to you in this course, because I know we got people watching this course who don't go to Mile 2 Church. As a pastor, this is the promise I made to our church from day one. Uh, When it comes to preaching scripture, when it comes to teaching scripture, I promise I will not go further than scripture goes. I will be honest with you about what the scriptures say. I don't feel the need to bring clarity when the scriptures don't make something clear, all right? Many of us are tempted to bring more clarity or bring more form or more instruction than what the scripture brings. Uh, I believe that is adding to the scriptures, not letting the scriptures speak for itself. And so it's uncomfortable around certain topics, especially around something like alcohol. We feel the need to fill in the gaps. But as a pastor, I've learned how to live in the messy middle. I'm learning how to embrace uh, the the gray in this zone. And uh, really, I believe the gray areas give us an opportunity to actually depend on God more. It's, it's in the gray that we actually need to lean into the spirit of God, that we need to be led by the spirit of God, that we need to allow God's wisdom to influence our choices and influence our decisions. So uh, alcohol reveals in some ways for some Christians how we're willing to receive scripture for what it says versus what we want it to say or what we want to hear. All right, let's keep moving. Okay, number three, uh, how Christians engage with the topic of alcohol is bigger than the topic of alcohol because uh, it gives us the opportunity to honestly look at how we got to where we are in our convictions and our positions. And here's what I know. We have been influenced by more than just scripture, that we have been influenced, especially in the West and in North America, and we'll talk about all this in, I think, session four, Four. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about all this in session four uh, about in North America, we've been influenced by things like prohibition. We've been influenced by things, at least in my branch of an expression of Christianity by Pentecostal holiness and the rise of Pentecostalism. And these things have mixed together for good reason. They mixed together and they created cultures, subcultures within certain branches and expressions of Christianity that look down on certain types of behaviors, right? And so we got 
got here because of a church culture, because of a culture that was created by people who were trying to help other people. But as a result, uh, it went further than just scripture, okay? So for many of us, I know this was true for me, my stance on alcohol, my beliefs about alcohol were not completely influenced and informed by the totality of scripture. It was more influenced by an expression of the Christian church. And so that doesn't mean it's bad. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't live that way or we shouldn't follow that advice. It just means that if we think that just that expression is what is the pure gospel or what is the pure scripture, then we're mistaken. And it's helpful for us. I don't mind anybody holding a conviction about anything. It's just, I think you owe it to yourself to know where did that conviction come from? How did you come to that conclusion? What were the influences that led to you holding this uh, conclusion or this conviction or this position of Christian liberty, you know, that you hold? We're all informed by different sources and by different places. And so um, we owe it to ourselves to go on this journey. And for some of you, that maybe have never gone on this journey, I think like me, I found it so fascinating and so eye-opening to be able to discover this. And I was like, okay, well, this makes sense. And this is why people that live in this part of the world, they just don't see what we're preaching or what we're talking about. They're just kind of looking and go, that's kind of odd. And it would be odd because they culturally didn't go through what we went through culturally. So we are the products of that. Okay. So there's that to look at. And then most importantly of all, which I'm going to take some time on this specifically in the last session, but I'm going to let this influence all the way through, uh, how we address the subject of alcohol is bigger than the topic of alcohol, because this, uh, also reveals to us how we see and treat those who have different positions and values than we do. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and give you one of the bigger punchlines at the end of the course that perhaps, perhaps around this topic of alcohol, perhaps harshly and falsely judging fellow believers and fellow Christians who choose to drink or who choose not to drink might be the greatest sin of all, might be greater than any sin around alcohol, improperly judging other people or harshly judging other people, uh, letting an issue or an application of values land differently become a source of division and disunity and discord within the church. Perhaps that's a bigger issue than actually the issue we claim that we're standing for or that we're practicing and walking in liberty in. Christian unity is of the utmost of the paramount importance. And Paul, he spent so much time writing to so many different churches, trying to tell them, don't let things like food and drink, don't let things like different convictions and walking in Christian liberty, don't let that become a source of division among you. Your unity is more important than your diet. Your unity is more important than your drinking choices. It's more important than in these other things. And so when we let these other issues come in, they're secondary issues and they're compromising the primary issues. So perhaps how we handle the topic of alcohol and how we see one another as we engage with the topic of alcohol, perhaps uh, it, it actually reveals deeper things inside of us that are getting in the way of us walking in love towards one another and walking in Christian unity, okay? Uh, walking in Christian unity with those who live differently than we do is of the utmost importance, all right? And so that's the second reason why 
why this course. The first reason was it is a big topic. People have a lot of questions. We want to address the big questions. Number two, how Christians engage with the topic of alcohol is bigger than the topic of alcohol. And number three, uh, I want to hopefully share uh, a biblical God-honoring perspective on alcohol and encourage you on a path towards spiritual maturity and, and intellectual health and wellness around this topic. All right. Here's something you need to know. Okay. And I, I want this to be known. If you drink, my goal in this course is not to try to convince you to stop drinking. Although there's some of you that it would probably be wise if you stop drinking. All right. If you don't drink, I'm not going to try to convince you to begin drinking. That's not the purpose of this course. Although for some of you, I'll you fast forward, it might actually be a good thing for you to begin engaging with it in a healthy way. All right. And you'll understand why here in just a few moments. But, but my goal in this is not to specifically get one side to go to the other. What I want to do and what the goal of this course is, is I want you to first and foremost, think well. I want Christians to think well and to process healthily and wellly about the subject of alcohol. Obviously, as Christians, as followers of Jesus, I want the biblical perspective to inform your thinking. And so I want you to come to a full holistic understanding of the biblical position and teaching on the subject of alcohol. And I want you to be honest about it. I don't want you to be afraid of it. I don't want you to be angry at it or upset with it. I just, I want you to think well about it. And then, and then I want us all to respond well to others who would live or apply these ideas and this teaching differently than what we do, okay? If we're thinking well and we see well about it, it puts us in a better position to respond well to others. And my heart is, I think in the church, at least in the churches that I've been a part of, we have room for improvement here. We have room for more graciousness, for more Christian charity to be extended to one another. Uh, and it doesn't mean that we need to compromise. It just means we need to align our values with the values of scripture. We need to learn how to think well about these topics, not just respond anecdotally and not not just um, um, engage in unnecessary arguments about this and, and practice judgmentalism. No, we need to think well about these things and thinking well about it will position us better to respond well and to live well in Christian unity. This has been my journey over the last number of years. I'll tell you more about my journey at the end of this course. All right, some of you just might skip ahead to the end of the course in doing that, but, um, but I'll, I'll explain how this has worked itself in my life in different phases and different stages along the way. And my prayer, my, my simple prayer is I hope that it does the same for you. So in a way, this course on alcohol is more than just about alcohol. It's kind of a test case. It's a case study for some of us to examine some of the areas in our lives where maybe we have gone further than what scripture went. We've judged harshly. We've maybe uh, been a little cavalier in certain areas of our life. We've become lax in certain areas of our life. And it's an opportunity for us to embrace the whole counsel of God, for us to allow the spirit of God to speak to us and for us all all of us, no matter where you fall on this issue, to take a step further in Christian maturity and Christian thinking, okay? So that's why this course at this time. Now, here's what you can expect. We've broken it up into five more sessions. So this is the introduction. The next session is going to be an overview of alcohol in the Old Testament. We're going to look at Almost every passage, I mean, so many of them are summarized. So we're gonna give you the categories and go through thoroughly. This is what the Old Testament had to say about alcohol, okay? That'll take a session. 
Then we're gonna come back and do the exact same thing with the New Testament, okay? So for those of you that are looking for interesting studies along those lines, uh, that's what we're gonna do. Then we're gonna go in the next session after the New Testament session, uh, and we're going to look at an overview of alcohol in church history. Fascinating stuff. Spent a lot of time this last summer reading about all of this and thoroughly enjoyed uh, all the different materials and the things that I read. And so we're gonna share that really quick. And then we're going to go into a session about considerations about alcohol in our day and time. Some considerations about alcohol in our day and time. And then finally, uh, we're going to finish this off with a session on uh, summary and practical application. So summary and practical application in each and every one of our lives. I hope that you find this course interesting. I hope that you find it challenging in some cases. And most importantly, I hope that you allow the Holy Spirit to come with you on this journey. And uh, it stretches you and it grows you and it grows you into Christian Christian maturity. All right, so buckle up. It's going to be a fun ride.